2020. Wow. Wow. And another decade. Here we are. Another one. Another one. This is crazy. 2020. I seriously, I can't get over it. Like, I remember as a young person, I used to watch my cousins over the summer uh, to make some money and just spend some time with them. And I laughed because they had government IDs or state IDs. Um, and on there, it tells you like how long until you're over 18. And I remember laughing because it said 2021, I believe for one of them. And the other one, it said 2022 or 2023. And I was like, yeah, well, you're never going to be over 18 because that's not happening. And it's literally here. Like, where has the time gone? It is insane how quickly time is passing by. All that to say, happy new year. This is the first life of Jalen of 2020 and I'm pumped I'm pumped for this episode more than that I'm pumped for this year super super you already know the word that's about to come out of my mouth exciting (laughs) without further ado let's get started welcome back to life with Jalen Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Life with Jalen, where we have real talk with real people about real life. This is the first episode of the year, and I know I'm getting a little late start being that today is the 20th, so I'm 20 days behind, but you know what? That's fine. There's still 360, no, sorry, I can't count. There's 345 days left. I think that's the right math. So it's fine. There's still plenty of the year to come, but yes, holidays busy and fun got to travel to a couple different places some new places some old places um and it it was awesome i had a great time with family great time with friends uh was in new york for a little bit was at home in uh, west maryland with the um, family was in uh texas over the new year which was super awesome so it was great it was a great way to start the new year and um i'm excited for 2020 i've always been kind of excited for new years but uh at the same time there's also this not caution, but not even anxiety. Just this, this kind of like this woe, you know? I don't know how to explain it or describe it, but, uh, well, let's just say it this way. I know something's coming this year, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. But I just, I can feel it. Like, it's just you know when something's happening. And um, like I said, I don't, know what, I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. I don't know if it's relative, you know, like where it's good to some, bad to others. I don't know. But... I feel like this year is going to be a big year, not just for me, but for people around me, for you, people listening, people watching. Um, and I'm just, I'm excited to see what that looks like. And I'm also cautious <laughs> to see what that looks like um, because we really, we don't know. Um, but I, I, like I said, I love New Year's. I do. I've, it's like a, uh, like a not a fresh start because you're not starting your life over, but just a another opportunity to do other things to start off uh, with some more goals or um, some New Year's resolutions if you're into that, um, and just having an opportunity to have a new year. Granted, we didn't do anything for this new year; just the world completed its cycle around the sun. Like that's that's literally all that happened. But you know, it's, whatever we could get excited and celebrate it because it's a new year. Um, One thing, though, that constantly gets stated on New Year's is New Year, New Me. And I used to say it all the time until I realized what it was I was saying. 
and it doesn't really make much sense because new by definition means like fresh restarted like new like the beginning of something and it's like why would i have a new me at the beginning of the new year am i recreating myself every 365 days or like i get it it's just a social thing like social media it's trendy new year new me it's catchy but at the same time i don't want to go in the in the year with that mindset like i've got to recreate myself i've got to start over i've got to refresh everything and restore everything because of what have you i don't want to restart i don't want to redo i just want to make better what i already have who i already am and so that's my philosophy new year better me what can i do this year to uh, better my life what can i do this year to strengthen my walk with god what can i do this year to get closer to him what can i do this year to separate myself from the things in my life or even the people in my life that aren't positive for me or that aren't good for me what is god's ultimate plan for me this year what does he want me to do because ultimately the better version of myself is the version of myself that's abiding by his plan, his purpose, his goal, his desires being fulfilled in my life. That's how I get to the better part of me. So with that saying, I always kind of go into the new year with the, what can I do to make my life better? What can I do to make my life better physically, uh, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, especially? Um, and it's different for every person. I'm not here to give you a formula and say, if you do these certain amount of things, you'll have a better year. Or if you go to these certain places, your life will be more successful. Or if you, I'm, I'm, I'm not you, you're not me. None of us are the same person. We're all different. We all have different personalities. We all have different traits. We all have different upbringings, different desires, different hopes, different aspirations, different goals. We're not the same person. Here, you millennials will appreciate this. We all have different Enneagrams. <laughs> we all have different Myers-Briggs personality types. We all have different um, love languages. We all have different uh, colors. Not referring to your skin tone, referring to the colors as far as communication and personalities go, oranges, blues, golds, and greens. Um, yeah, we're, we're all different. We're all making up different parts and having different perspective on life. So for me to tell you, well, if you do this, your year will probably be better. I don't know that. You know, I, I don't know you, what you need. God does. So ultimately, if we can find whatever it is in, in our lives that he is wanting us to do, that he is wanting us to be, I think it's safe to say we will ultimately find ourselves having a better us through this year having a better year it doesn't mean the stuff in it is necessarily good um perfect example 2015 was the hardest year of my life um and it was it was a lot of emotional stress it was a lot of uh pain to see loved ones hurting and for myself to be hurting and just a bunch of other different things that took place that year it was a rough year but at the same time that year developed a lot of new things in me good things better character traits uh and i created new relationships from it and um realized the people that cared and different things like that where it was a bad year and maybe even my perspective in that moment everything looked bad everything looked dark everything looked worse but seeing how even there's a lot of things from that year that i did not realize were being worked in me and developed in me until years later it was awesome to see this bad situation create this positive outcome um, and that's how it is in all of our lives in reality it might not feel good in the moment it might not look good in the moment but ultimately God is working things together for our good and that's that's the bottom line he's working things together for our good he always has and he always will he has our best interest at heart you know it's not like he's sitting upstairs like we constantly think that he is that he's sitting upstairs with a 
with a magnifying glass looking down on us saying how bad of a job we're doing and if we don't change things up then he's going to have some problems and no that's not that's not the way god works at least that's not the way my god works if you choose to serve a god that treats you that way then you're missing out because my god is far too amazing to treat me like that he has a purpose he has a plan for literally everything in life that we go through i tweeted the other day either we believe god is in control or we don't Either we believe he has our best interest at heart or we don't. He knows our path. He He's ordering our steps. So so what is there to fear in the harsh storms? What is there to doubt in the rough seasons? The answer is very simple. It's nothing. There's nothing to worry about. There's nothing to be concerned of. Then Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. So if he is ultimately ordering our steps, we don't have anything to worry about. So if the good comes this year, it happens. But it's working out for our good. We just have to trust him. We have to believe in him. So find out this year what it is in your life that you could do to better yourself, not recreate yourself, not make a new you. Because there's nothing wrong with you. You're different. You don't have to change yourself. You don't have to redo your whole life. You don't have to reset. You don't have to make a new you. Just find out what it is about you that you can improve. Maybe you do have character flaws that could be adjusted. I know I do. I know I do. Maybe you have, uh, maybe you don't, maybe you don't care about certain things that, that could be good for you to care about. Not saying you don't like things and you should just have to change it because you have to like everything. No, everyone has different tastes. But there are things in life that we have flaws in ourselves, things that we don't like that we probably should, things that we don't take care of that we probably should. It says in the Bible, it's literally what Paul said, the things I find myself doing are the things that I'm probably not supposed to do. I'm obviously paraphrasing. And the things that I'm not supposed to be doing are oftentimes the things that I find myself doing. And that's just, that's the way we are. It's human nature. And um, it's okay because, like I said, the men of God and the prophets and the disciples and the apostles were able to go through life and have these problems. Why do we expect to have grew past that now and live a life of perfection. That's not going to happen. We're not meant to be perfect. God didn't create us to be perfect. He created us with a need for him to make us better, with a need for him to give us the the the, the best version of ourselves that we were created to be. It's not something we can do by ourselves, but it's something that we can do with God. So what is it in your life this year that perhaps maybe you can find a way to have a, a better you, uh, an improved you? Make some goals, you know? Um Here's the thing with resolutions is like, and I'm not against them. I think they're, they're important. They're valuable. I think they give you a lot of, um, expectation because a resolution is intentionally, it's, it's basically, it's a, it's like a, I, this is happening. Like there's not a choice. Like a goal says, um, let me, let me put it this way. If I was saying my goal was to graduate, I have here a college, let's say finish, let's get a master's degree. That's the topic. If I'm making that a goal, it is my goal to get a master's degree or it is my hope to get a master's degree. I'm aiming to get a master's degree. A resolution is more like saying I'm getting a master's degree. It's happening. It's it's like it's set in stone. A goal says I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my master's degree. I'm aiming to get my master's degree. My goal is to get my master's degree. Like that's my end intention, my hope. A resolution says it's like set in stone. Problem is sometimes we make resolutions that we can't hold up to. For example, it is my, my New Year's resolution to go to the gym every day. What is my New Year's resolution to go to the gym every week? What if you get the flu for two weeks and you can't leave your house? Well, now you've broken your resolution. So you can say it is my goal to work out more this year. It's my goal to, to join a gym. That's an easy goal. Just give the gym your money, you know. Just give them $20, $40, $50 a month and just don't go. But you joined the gym. But but 
Find some stuff that's, a, that's achievable for you to do some small steps and then make some bigger ones, some more long-term plans, you know? Um, find ways to make your life healthier, better, like I said, not just physically, but emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Um, find ways to better yourself. For example, being vulnerable, I never thought that would be a positive thing, ever. You can't be weak, you can't look exposed, no. But I joined a life course, that's something our church does, um, where it's like, not like a small group, but it's, well, it is a small group, but it's like you, you meet at someone's house and they have topics that you discuss, like how to be a man or uh, single moms or, um, you know, just different different stuff like that, uh, newlyweds or uh, empty nesters and just different things like about family and about life or finances, you know, um, different things like that. And I joined one that was about um, kind of like, becoming a man in a sense or what does that look like what does that feel like what does that sound like it wasn't like taking us outside and teaching us how to make a fire but it was just like just a a group of men talking about life and different things like that and I literally went in there with zero expectation to get anything out of it because I was kind of skeptic I'm not gonna lie um I just just because I heard positive things about the previous groups but um I kind of already thought because it was it also talked about like wounds and stuff and I was like well I'm good I've taken care of my stuff I went into this class so skeptical I came out I made myself vulnerable. I told myself, told people stories about myself, um, made myself open. And I didn't think that would be positive. I thought that made me look weak. I thought it made me look whatever. But it turned out it became such a positive thing as it gave me brothers to that I knew had my back. And it helped me to talk about things and get through different issues in my life, in my past or in my present, um, my perspective of myself, all these different things. But I just, I did something different that I hadn't tried before. Maybe that's what you mean by a new you, you know? It's not like you're recreating yourself, but you're doing something you haven't done before. You're trying something that you haven't tried before. Maybe that's what a new you looks like, you know? It's not that you recreated yourself. It's just that you found something to do differently that maybe you didn't do before. I know for me, I've got some things, um, and maybe I'll, yeah, I'll share them with you. Maybe you get some inspiration from it. Um, I always try to tend, like I said, I'm, I'm big into goals. I'm an achiever. I'm in my Enneagram. Like I'm big into goals. I just, I've always achieved like goals because it helps me get a direction. I don't want to sit still. I don't want to not know where I'm going. I don't want to not be moving forward and goals helped me to keep moving forward. And oftentimes there were growing up. I had a lot of goals that were not, uh, God's goals for my life. And so I learned what it was like to pursue something that wasn't in the plan of God, but then as I started to allow him to influence my goals and his goals to become my goals, then it was like, it was cool because I had him backing me up while I was trying to achieve these goals. And it was great. Um, but so what I kind of typically do throughout the years, I will go through like fun fact, you already know, I did the 10 year, uh, uh, time, time capsule to myself where I said I was going to, uh, I, I, I wrote to myself a 16 year old well nine years, actually I wrote to myself a 16 year old set some goals and what I was thinking the future was gonna look like. I saw what it was like, what it wasn't like, and it was cool. I rewrote one to myself for 30 years old, which will be fun to read. Um, and then I also, at the beginning of every year, I do a, like a goals list. Like at the end of the year, I would have liked to have seen this or done this or become this or go here, you know, different stuff like that. Um, and I do it every year. And so uh, this year, there's a couple different things. But I, I've, typically what I'll try to do throughout the year, especially at the beginning of the year, is like find ways to improve my 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 life, um, specifically like my mind, like mental state, my emotions, uh, with relationships or people, um, how to improve myself physically, um, how to improve myself spiritually on all these different levels, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. And excuse me. I, um, and so like physically, I have never joined a gym in my life, never joined a gym. 
not because I was against them necessarily, not because I never worked out. I did. I was always just a, I'll do it myself. And it wasn't like a false concept, I'll do it myself and then never do it. I actually did it by myself. I was always into toning at home. I was always into running. I love cardio. I was big into riding bikes, big into running. Um, I did uh, 5Ks and mud runs and all that different type of stuff. And I love them. They were so fun and I still do them. Um, but I've always just worked out on my own. Like I'll just do stuff at home. Um, I even had some weights and different things like that. Um, when I was like 16, I had an actual bench press that I got, like my, my mom got me for Christmas. Like I was always, I worked out. I just only worked out at home. Um, I just, I don't know if it was like a fear of working on, I don't know what it was, but I just, I didn't do it. And I never thought about the reason why I just never, never did it. But this year I wanted to improve some areas of my physical, um, activity that weren't happening by me working at home. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to join a gym. That'll motivate me in a different way because I've never tried it before. So I made a new thing. I said, this is what I'm going to do this year because I've never done it before. And I'm excited to see what comes of it. So I joined a gym and so far I've loved it. It's amazing. Um, part of me wants to know why I haven't done it sooner. And the other part of me is like, I know why I didn't do it sooner. Um, just because I was, I don't know, maybe lazy or not lazy because I was never lazy, but I guess kind of complacent. I was satisfied with where I was at, but something happened this year. I was like, you know what? I want to change. I want to end the year differently than I ended this year. So I'm going to try something new. Hence the word new. Yes. There we go. So new year, new me. It does apply. Just not in the sense of recreating myself, but doing something I've never done before. So I joined a gym. Um, mentally, I've my, made a goal to read a certain amount of books by the end of the year. Um, growing up, I was, I was really big into books as a kid. Then as high school hit and early years in college, hated reading, never did it. And in the past year, it kind of picked up some more. And so this year, I want to reach a certain amount of books and read those. A um, couple of different life experiences. I want to experience this or that throughout the year. Um, spiritually, always, always setting goals for myself spiritually. Not that I need to earn God's love or affection or that I need to clock in and read a certain amount of day or pray a certain amount of day, but that I just know that he is satisfied with me at the end of the day because I did whatever it was he wanted me to do. I spent as much time with him as he wanted me to spend with him and different things like that. Um, but yeah, always finding a, a big, and the, so those are like actual like goals or, uh, plans in the sense of like a natural, what this looks like, what I can actually do. And then other stuff is just about perspective, about life, about uh, a mindset, something big for me this year, the Lord's been dealing with me a lot on um, the past couple of months, is the why I do stuff, you know, um, the, the why. why, why do I work so hard on the in, in natural things, why did I uh, look for family and friends and different areas to fill certain voids when I knew I had a relationship with God, why did I volunteer for this when I knew I was drained already? Why did I, what, what was the motivation behind me doing everything that I did? What was the purpose behind it? What was driving me? And I, the Lord started to show me why I was doing a lot of what I was doing. And he took me all the way back to a childhood memory when I was a teenager. And I started to realize why I was doing everything um, that I was doing, why I was involved with what I was involved in, and why I was so always volunteering. I was always, I was, part of it was because I was a servant, not saying, I know, I'm so humble, right? Um, no, I don't mean to say that boastfully. I mean to say that as my mother raised me to volunteer and help and be a, be a giver, not a taker, but what can I do to help others? Um, so I'd always volunteer to help with stuff. And as I got older, I did it more and more, and I saw it in myself, it started to be, I started to do it less and less for the reasons of it was the right thing to do less and less for the reasons of, well, I just want to serve God. Um, 
And so ultimately, the the desire for that answer, for the, for the why we do the things that we do, would be to please God, would be to fulfill our purpose in his life, would be we, we would do these things for God. Not for myself, not for man, but for God. And growing up, I was that was my goal. And somewhere along the way, it kind of changed. For the most part, it, it remained God. But there were certain areas that I never realized until the Lord literally showed me a sec. Again, going back to my childhood, why and where and how it started to change from being about God. And like I said, not in every area, but just in certain areas. Um and, and where it ended up going towards and what my hope was from that. Um, but we're not going to talk about that today. I know, cliffhanger, dun, dun, dun. It's been a few minutes, and I don't want to have a really long episode for you guys. Um, but we are going to talk about that in next week's episode. So um, we're going to kind of talk about doing things for God or for something slash someone else. We're going to talk about the why we do the things specifically we're going to talk about why I did things and why I'm planning on doing things in the future what the motivation was and what it is now um not life with Jalen we've already talked about why that was and why it is now I'm not doing that again but just a different aspect of things that happened in life and things that that took turns and where things went and where things uh came up and the and the the, the what the motivation was for different things why they were the way that they were you know but like I said, we're not going to talk about that Uh, today we are done today's episode i hope you've enjoyed it i don't know if i've helped with anything for anyone's life today i hope that i have um if anything just get that new year new you only if new means doing new things not recreating yourself if you're trying to recreate yourself the new year better you because that just means you're improving yourself but new year new you you don't need to recreate yourself god made you the way you are accept it embrace it love it because i know everyone else around you does and if they don't then they should because you're awesome right so i do apologize if uh I, I know i know for a fact i was struggling over my words i know i look tired like i hope you don't see these bags because i'm it was crazy weekend it was also making a crazy weekend. we had a lock-in which was from 8 p.m to 8 a.m after working all day and then as soon as i was done that setting up for the lock-in and then being at the lock-in and then not sleeping all night like and then sundays two services so it was a long and then we had meeting youth meeting in the middle of the day so it was a long weekend. I'm tired, but it's all right. You know why? Because it's Monday and it's a new week. It's a new week, new week, new me. <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah. So I'm it, I'm really pumped for next week's episode. He said I already kind of know where we're gonna go in that direction. And if you want to hear more about the why I did things and why I'm doing them now and where that got me, then please come back next Monday to hear more about it because it's going to be an awesome time. We're going to be sharing some stuff. Speaking of 2020, great things are planned or in store. I've got a couple of interviews lined up. I will not tell you who those people are. You will find out very soon, but some new interviews uh, lined up. Uh, Some new guests will be on the show in person. Um, Really, really excited. We've got great topics coming up and great vision. And I just, I, I'm, 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 like I already said, I'm pumped, excited, and cautious to see where this year goes. Because like I said, I don't know what it is, but something big is happening in Jesus' name. I'm excited for it. I'm believing for you. Having a good year and having an awesome time making a better you and doing new things and being exactly who God has called you to be. So I'll talk to you all again on Monday. But until then, always remember, 
keep it real. <laughs>